This is the Berman Project. Hey, it's JD here, back for another week of introspection and reflection on grief, loss, and the pathway to mental wellness, all while lubricating my soul with the music and art of the late indie rock singer-songwriter, David Berman. How you doing, everybody? I am uh, okay. Um, I'm straight as an arrow today, getting ready to fly to the UK, and uh, nothing's going to get in my way for a little rhyme scheme for you. Uh, So there's that. I hope you're well, and uh, you're ready to listen to some early Silver Chews. I... Flew the bat signal up to uh, Bob Nastanovich uh, to get a couple questions answered that um, uh, I've thus far been unable to, you know, sort of ascertain for certain. There, there are liner notes uh, out there, you know, of Chris, Chris from Dorchester uh, corrected me. Um, uh, well, I mean, he answered my question. I, I, I had addressed him as Chris from London, and uh, Dorchester is, uh, in fact, closer to the bullseye. So uh, I hope I have that right, Chris. Uh, if not, Chris Reckno, uh, Chris from Reckno, I can say that, um, was able to provide me with a couple pictures of the uh, aforementioned uh, grail items Um early times and uh, the Arizona record and dime map of the reef. Um, But yeah, Bob, I just asked him, you know, basically personnel. I would love to get him on the show to, uh, to talk about, uh, you know, his experience, but I don't know if that'll happen. David was one of his close friends. And uh, if you've listened to any of discography, there's a little side episode. Um, it's only like ten minutes long, uh, but it's it's it's. I would say it's must listen to music uh, or must listen to podcast if you're interested in this sort of thing. Of which, uh, if you're if you're listening to me drone on, you you must be. Um, so there's that. I can tell you that uh, I am flying to Iceland tonight. Uh, and then from Iceland, I'm going to land in Glasgow, uh, Glasgow, Glasgow. I'm saying it like a Canadian. I'm saying it like a, you know, an authentic Canadian, right? Uh, I'm not from there, so I'm not going to say it correctly. Just like Toronto people don't say Toronto correctly. Uh, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, I, I'm anxious uh, about this. Uh, I snore. And so, uh, I'm going to take my nighttime pills at around eight o'clock and, uh, get on the plane and, you know, and then just sleep. Uh, I think that's what I'm going to do. Uh, you know, uh, I looked at, uh, upgrading to, uh, to a better class, but then I thought, well, I'm going to be sleeping the whole time. What would be the point of paying for first class? If, if, if I can't, uh, take advantage of the booze and stuff, you know? Uh, so, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to my adventure. I'm going to record two of these back-to-back, so they might be a bit derivative. I apologize. I'm not going to record while I'm there. And uh, I'm just sort of taking a little pod break. So I've got everything all locked and loaded, ready to go, and it should find your ear holes just nicely. Um, so there's that. 
Now, uh, I met with my psychiatrist earlier this week, my therapist earlier this week, my psychotherapist earlier this week, and um, she's lovely. She's just, you know, uh, I really am uh, vibing with her, uh, you know, uh, but there's so much under the hood that I haven't revealed yet, and I almost feel like we've become we've become uh, not friends, but, you know, friends adjacent. And uh, I don't know that I want to show her all this ugly dark stuff now. Um, so I'm in a, in, a, in a bit of a bind there. And uh, in fact, this last session, I went into it feeling pretty good about a couple, like, you know, basic, basic things that I had accomplished in the day. Nothing too substantial, but just some activities of daily living that I had managed to accomplish. And I was looking forward to telling her about them. But the second I got on the horn with her, or the video screen with her, uh, I clammed up and uh, I, I felt, I felt like I can't brag about this shit. I can't, I can't talk about, you know, like, um, like activities of daily living, like they're fucking, you know, hurdles in a decathlon. Uh, I'm not uh, a decathlete. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's all, it's all rather blah, you know, like I'm at the end of the day, I'm just fucking blah. And so I called the, I called the meeting off. Uh, like we, we wrapped up, uh, almost 35 minutes early and, that just doesn't seem like a, a wise spending of my, of my uh, budget, you know? So I got to figure this shit out. I really have to figure it out. I, I don't know how to broach, you know, the dark stuff with her um, or you, uh, you know, it's just, it's just there and it's fucking ugly and I got to figure it out. I got to figure it out. I really got to figure it out. Let's listen to a song. This is, um, this is, of course, from early times. That's where I have it from. You may have it on the Arizona record, should you have the Arizona record. This is called uh, The War in Apartment 1812. Love the title. The title right off the bat, very evocative to me. The War in Apartment 1812. Well, we all know that you know, the War of 1812 is a thing. And uh, certainly there could be an apartment 1812. But let's give a listen to the song and uh, see if it reveals any of itself uh, as, as we go through it. Uh, I'm, I'm curious. I'm very curious. So this is The War in Apartment 1812 on The Berman Project. One, two, three, four.
Okay, that was The War in Apartment 1812. What did you think? Shoot me an email, jd at meetingmalchemist.com. I would love to hear what you think. Uh, the email still works, and I love hearing from you. Um, there's been you know, some real good uh, conversations going on through email with a couple of y'all, and uh, I thank you for that. So there's that. Uh, you know, we don't really get a whole lot more than the title. I, I don't think uh, in terms of deciphering what the song is about, uh, it, it really is indistinguishable lyrics. Uh, in my research, I couldn't find lyrics on any of the, you know, the main lyric sites. And uh, in fact, I stumbled across a Tumblr called One Week, One Band. And uh, their Silver Jews uh, page uh, they, they had, uh, indecipherable lyrics, funny title. Uh, they had their top 69 silver Jews songs listed. You should check that out. It's Tumblr one week, one band. Um, uh, presumably, uh, I'll be doing some more research on it, but presumably they go and cover a band for one week at a time and then move on to the next band. Uh, lovely idea. I think it's great. Uh, the song, uh, not as, uh, not as big on, um, I, I, you know, I sort of dig the, the melodic la 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 la's, um, always fun hearing Steve count things off at the beginning. Uh, that's, that's great. Um, but it's fuzzed out. It is fuzzed out. This would be a song that if you could track down the lyrics, there's enough of a melody there that uh, I think I said this last time too. If we do a pod list uh, again, uh, would love to hear somebody tackle this. I would love to hear somebody polish this one up and 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 hear what it sounds like. And I don't mean polish it up and turn it into fucking you know 80s era uh, production you know uh, quality or anything like that. Um, Certainly, uh, I'm not a fan of that 80s, you know, that heavy overproduced sound, but uh, um, you get what I'm driving at, right? Do you get what I'm driving? Just get, hey, get out of my dreams and into my car, okay? Uh, That's how old I am. Did I remember that fucking Eddie Money song? Uh, Or Eddie, was Eddie? No, it was Eddie something. It wasn't Eddie Money. Eddie Money was uh, taking us to paradise with an extra ticket. Who, Who out there... If you had an extra ticket to paradise, would would write a song about it? I would just be finding you know the right person to go with. I don't think I would write a song, but who am I? Who am I? Um, yeah, yeah, good song. Um, again, I've got the bat signal note to Bob. Maybe he'll reply by the time I do my next episode, and we'll get some personnel. But the way I understand it right now is you've got uh, you've got. Uh, uh, DC, DCB, um, you've got SM, and you've got Bob Nastanovich uh, rounding out the, the trio. And SM is, um, oh my goodness gracious, uh, labeled with a, a, a funny moniker. And uh, it's, it's eluding me at the moment. You're probably screaming it at the top of your lungs because I talked about it last episode. Um, speaking of last episode, in the, in the time since I recorded the last episode and now this lovely woman in my apartment building uh, found out she was going to die and then died. Uh, She basically was given three weeks. So I guess it's a little longer than the last time I recorded, but she was given three weeks and she died three weeks later. And uh, um, she was 75. So she had a, you know, she had a nice run. 
uh, and she didn't have a terrible, you know, a terrible ending. I'm, I'm sure it was painful because it was some sort of cancer. Um, but what a fucking way to go. Like to find out and just, just not have any time to, to deal with it. Like, man, that just, that just slaughtered me. It just slaughtered me. She was, she was a, a woman who was very active in our building. In fact, when my wife and I, um, well, she wasn't my wife at the time. She was my uh, girlfriend. Um, now she's my ex-girlfriend. And uh, that's all right. That's okay. Uh, we're married. So it's okay to be married to your ex-girlfriend. Uh, I would say that um, she, well, I, I, I will say she interviewed us in the uh, the process for getting into this co-op that we live in. And uh, she was lovely then, and she was lovely, you know, a month ago. Uh, she always had a big dog with her um, until the last year or so. Uh, but she was, you know, always taking care of other people's dogs. She was a hawker. She was a hawker. She worked uh, hawking things, um, you know, like uh, Ginsu knives and, and things like that. Like she would be at a carnival or a fair hawking that kind of stuff but she would be doing the demonstration and showing you and she was just full of personality and life and uh it's really depressing to uh go into my elevator right now because she's an eight and a half by 11 piece of paper with a picture on it and that's what she is and it made me realize that that's what i'm going to be someday and that really uh that really hit me hard that someday i'm just going to be this note that somebody reads, you know, like that I'm a loving father, uh, and, um, and, uh, you know, a reasonably good husband, I suppose. Um, but, uh, yeah, it really fucking slapped me right across the face. So there's that. Let's read a poem. Now, a couple episodes ago, I put, uh, music underneath the, uh, the poetry track, and I didn't. Uh, I got some feedback about it, um, and apparently I mixed it really poorly, and the music uh, overtook the 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 poem. Um, I don't know. Like, do you like that? Uh, should I go back to that? Should I be doing that? Uh, I'll do that if you like it. If you want it, uh, I'll do it properly. But um, otherwise, uh, let me know. This comes from Actual Air. You can, of course, buy this from Drag City or your major uh, book retailer. Uh, I believe it's out of uh, stock on uh, Drag City at this time, though. And it's got a fucking stellar title. It's called If There Was a Book About This Hallway. Uh, I'll reserve my thoughts. If there was a book about this hallway, it would start... There is a road within the home, some pine slats in the corner, and lamps along the walls that give the path an endlessness at night. I remember the day I left the meter man standing in the hall. In my room, I drew his hard apple face as he waited in the cold shade. No matter how slight, it is a scene from history, a scene from the book. Are dreams set in hallways because the perspective is screwed? or because they are long, open, unused stages in our homes. The hallway was a dry riverbed I dreamt one night, an Indian turnpike on another, 
And it may have been both those things before the house was there. I've never heard the meter man leave, but saw he was gone when I went out to hang his sketch on the wall. Sour furniture polish winds rolled down the dark corridor. Once a fur where each door now stands. If Christ had died in a hallway, we might pray in hallways or wear little golden hallways around our necks. How can it all still be unwarmed after so many passings? An outdoors that is somehow indoors. That's if there was a book about this hallway. And that's the fucking talent of this writer taking something as blasé as a fucking hallway and turning it into, you know, two pages of beautiful poetry. Um, just the imagination required to, to do that is, uh, is, is staggering to me. Um, I fancied myself a bit of a poet at times and maybe at some point I'll share some of mine, uh, some of my work. Um, at one point I thought I would try and publish it. Uh, but, um, but, uh, I, I really, I really blew it. You know, uh, that's, uh, that was my major in university. Uh, my first year was poetry, creative writing and poetry. And, um, I just fucked the dog so hard and crashed and burned so hard, uh, due to what I now know was mental illness. Um, it just never came to fruition. And I think that's why I really appreciate the work of David Berman, the way that I do. It's, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. Uh, some standout lines in here. I love the idea of, of, you know, dreaming of hallways and it being a stage in your home. I, I think that's really cool. I think the, the juxtaposition of it being both indoors and outdoors is, is fascinating um, because it's not a place where you spend any large amount of time unless you have a queue for your bathroom uh, which is very rare for most of us. Um, yeah, uh, just fascinating. It's, it's a conduit. It's, it's, it's just a conduit to our lives, uh, a place that we stand that, um, well, we wait to go somewhere that we want to be. And, uh, I think that that's, uh, lovely. I think that's just lovely. So that's what I got for you this week on the pod. Hope you enjoyed yourself. Hope uh, hope you're doing well, truly, madly, deeply. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, yeah. Wash your goddamn hands. The Berman Project is a production of Duvra Podcasts and Such. You can find out more about the show at www thebermanproject.xyz That's right. I'm fucking Canadian. I'm also social. Find me on Twitter, Instagram, and all the rest at Berman Project. Duvra! Podcasts and such.